ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Colombia, Tanzania, and Czechoslovakia, and in the states of North Dakota, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 180,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is ask yourself, will this bring me joy? This is a good question to ask when you're ready for the deepest level of positive experiences. On an unconscious level, we can block ourselves from wanting something that will bring us joy because we are so used to depriving ourselves or because we don't believe we are deserving. This question will take your life to a new level. From a human perspective, it's hard to think about finding joy when our loved ones are suffering and when people are dying every day from a virus that has changed all of our lives. Our heart hurts for the suffering of so many. From a spiritual perspective, however, it is incumbent upon us to find the joy in our own lives, to rise above the fear that is spreading faster than the virus, to count our blessings, and to be grateful for all that we do have. Happiness is an inside job. We can bemoan what we have lost, or we can focus on what we have gained and what we still have. Earth is in the midst of a dramatic shift from the third dimension experience of learning through fear to the fourth dimension experience of learning through love. So it's time for us to shift our perspective to a spiritual one. Yes, pray like candles, do rituals, be caring, kind, and compassionate to everyone who is sick 
or whose loved ones are sick. At the same time, see above the current challenges and embrace the bigger picture. All of our fears are coming to the surface now so we can clear them and learn to live in trust, faith, and love. Instead of succumbing to the fear, feel it and allow it to pass through you. Then refill with love and pink light, the color of emotional healing. If you think I can say all of this because I haven't been personally impacted by the virus, you are wrong. I do have family family members who were hospitalized. Did, did I do everything I could to support them? Absolutely, yes. I also found ways to create joy for them by emailing humorous, humorous poetry and made a daily practice of counting my blessings, enjoying nature, finding meaning in my work, meditating, taking care of my own health, and looking at funny videos that lifted my spirits. I actively looked for ways to feel joy and happiness because my being miserable would not help my family members or anyone. In fact, it would have hurt them because the negative energy we create when thinking about an individual does spread to them no matter how far away they live. So pray for good health, send love and light to them, and bring joy into your own life and the lives of others. That's how we help to move out of the dimension of fear and into the dimension of love. Because of the current health crisis, I rescheduled my next workshop, Past Life Group Regression. I found the best method for video conferencing in order to continue delivering my workshops to you. The silver lining in this situation is that I can now offer my workshops to you regardless of where in the world you live. You will be able to view the workshop from the safety of your own home at any time that's convenient for you. Some of you are sleeping when I'm delivering a workshop live. With my new on-demand option, you'll be able to participate when it's convenient for you, just like with the radio show episodes, the current health crisis is providing me with an opportunity to give you the best service possible, and I have chosen to take advantage of that opportunity. My past life group regression workshop will be live on Sunday, April 26, from 2 to 3.30 Central Standard Time through video conferencing. The registration information is now up on my website. I will also have a video of my last workshop, Awakening Your Inner Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality, available soon for purchase through my website. As more details become available, I will share them with you here and on my website, drpaulajoyce.com. My past life regression workshop is especially important now because our past lives may help us understand our current circumstances. Some of us are having a harder time than others adjusting to confinement and the current health crisis. Some are more anxious, fearful, stressed, or worried. Some are being terrorized by an abuser who is now with them 24 hours a day. Some are sick and others have loved ones who have succumbed to the virus. Knowing the influences from our past lives can create faster and deeper healing. 
With my process, you will discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was certified by Dr. Brian Weiss and my guides, Archangels and Angels, will work with you and your guides and angels to help you get the information you need. In this workshop, you will experience two past lives with my expert guidance, feel increased spiritual well-being and peace, and learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own. For details and registration, go to drpaulajoyce.com or click on the link on this page. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Maria Nambu who is here to talk about developing strength and resilience through adversity. After Nikki Gresham Records' episode last week on health, happiness, and healing through belief change, I received several emails. Corey wrote, I have been fearful lately. The last couple of weeks of your show have been a real comfort to me. Sharon said, I got a lot from your question. What belief causes me pain? It was both illuminating and empowering. James wrote, what a beautiful soul. Loved hearing you and your guest today. Very powerful. And Peggy wrote, Nikki's message of bringing a new earth was so uplifting. It gave me hope and strength to stop fearing our current situation and start looking at the possibility that today's challenges can bring to the ever-shifting world of events. Nikki's words, coupled with your thought-provoking questions, gave me a lot to think about and to view in new and positive ways. Thank you for bringing your positivity to us and for sharing your optimism for for a better and brighter future. Nikki discovered that she had the power within herself to cure her lupus. She suggests that we align with the positive world and tune into the reality where we all feel safe, loved, and abundant. Her insight healing system can help you do that. She has some free materials on her website and gave us a code for half price off of her online course. 
while you're home, why not use the time to heal yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually? If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on self-healing, please listen to some of our shows from 2017, like March 2nd with Doug Hilton, Overcome Emotional Trauma and Easy Self-Healing Practice, June 8th, Sandra with Sandra Marinella, The Power of Writing Our Personal Stories to Heal, Grow, and Transform Our Lives, and November 9th, 2017, with Anisha Keel, How to Heal Yourself and Align with Your Soul Path. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time, just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my new blog written by Kat Young, who has been on my show several times. She contacted me a couple of weeks ago asking me to share some important information with you. The result is the guest blog that she wrote for you titled The Spiritual Side of the Coronavirus. Here is an excerpt. There are... These are the times you have been waiting for. These are the times when you show your true colors, when you show up and become who you believe you are. We can no longer sit along the sidelines and talk about what's on our minds. We are being called to become who we are meant to be. Will you be the person who is impulsive and jumps in before weighing all sides? Will you be the rebel defying what the experts are advising? Will you take risks that may endanger your community or will you take calculated leaps of faith and use caution to help out where you can will you hoard will you share will you frown or will you smile these are the questions that are here now and present in each moment we have arrived at a crossroads between life and death whether we wanted it or not deep down inside We all know it, we feel it, and we are united as one family in the face of this peril. Overnight, we were commonized because COVID-19 does not discriminate. It is blind to race, color, creed, wealth, age, or sex. It is a great leveler. To read the rest of this blog and learn how you can help during this crisis or to read any of my other blogs, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com or click on the link on this page. Now it's time for my silver lining stories. We do have choices about how we use our time, what we focus on, and how we think about our current circumstances. My artist friend who lives alone wrote me, my studio hasn't been this clean and organized in ages, and I finally got my website up. John Legend, who's home with his wife and young children, commented that he has a new appreciation for preschool teachers. James Corden shared how hard it is being so far away from his parents and sister. A Facebook friend wrote yesterday, I'm sad. Tell me something good. I wrote, flowers are blooming, birds are singing, endangered species are coming back. There's clean air in Los Angeles. We have a roof over our head and food on the table. And please continue the list on your own. 
I could have gone on with a long list, but I wanted her to create her own gratitude list. I am personally grateful for all of the kind humor I'm seeing on the internet instead of the malicious comments that were so widespread before the virus. People are coming together more and more. In Italy, people are singing together at a specific time to uplift their spirits. A Saudi Arabian-led coalition declared a ceasefire with Yemen's Iran-backed rebels in part to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The five-year war has killed more than 100,000 people. The virus is helping the world become a kinder, gentler place. My personal silver lining story is that I haven't ever had a Passover Seder with all my adult children and young grandchildren. Because we are all confined to our homes in different cities across the country, my son organized a Seder over Zoom so we could celebrate together. It was a wonderful surprise and a very special way to spend the holiday. Our guest, Maria Nambu, is the author of a memoir, Dancing Soul Trilogy, which brings, begins with her time in a German orphanage in Africa for biracial children run by missionary nuns who used abusive methods for discipline. It continues with her arrival in the United States, where she attended college and became teacher, wife, and mother. Nambu created a popular workout based on African dance called Aerobics with Soul. She gives African dance presentations and speaks about Africa nationally and internationally. She has made numerous radio and television appearances, including on CNN, NBC, and CBS. There are also numerous articles by and about her in publications such as Shape, Glamour, and Fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Bobby wrote, thank you, Paula. As always, your posts remind us that where we focus is what we will receive. God bless you. And Jade wrote, your posts are beautiful and make lots of people smile. Thank you. Only like and follow the people, <clears throat> excuse me, who add positivity to the world. Also read about and register for my new workshop, Past Life Regression Video Conference. Your question for today is, how have the challenges in your life helped you become stronger? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Maria Nambu, who is here to talk about developing strength and resilience through adversity. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 888- Three four six nine one four one, or email Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how the challenges in your life have helped you become stronger. I'm so pleased to welcome Maria Nambu, who's here to talk about developing strength and resilience through adversity. Nambu, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Well, I, you know, I, as I was telling you between, um, while people were listening to the commercials, it seems like the universe plans things for me for the right guest at the right time. And I think with all that you've been through in your lifetime, um, that you have developed strength and resilience and found ways to grow despite 
all of, or maybe because of, all of the um, difficulties and challenges that you've had, which you turned into opportunities. So talk to us a little bit about um, some of the difficulties that you had and how you managed to overcome them. And I, I mean, I would imagine that growing up as as a biracial child in a um, religious um, run institution that disrespected you and physically and emotionally and mentally hurt you because of who you were had to it could have been a devastating blow that you were not able to recover from, and yet you did. Yes, all of the above. It was, uh, it was a challenge, you know. Uh, at that time, a long time ago, of course, when I was born, it's now 76 years ago, um, mixed-race children like me were not very well accepted in the African community or in the, in the other communities. The white man who very often fathered us, he didn't even acknowledge us, and many of the African mothers were ashamed of us because they were bullied, they were made fun of. So very often, some of us could live and, li- and die without being seen. We would be hidden. We would be hidden in the villages, in the huts. And I've always said to myself, I, I don't imagine, I can't imagine not growing up and never seeing the sun, even once, or the wind, or the rain, or the trees, or the sky. I was just, I, I could not believe it, and I was so grateful I was not one of those hidden children. But an order of nuns from Germany, the uh, Catholic nuns called the Precious Blood Sisters, felt sorry for the plight of the mixed-race children and came to Tanzania. At that time, it was called Tanganyika, and opened up a school and an orphanage for mixed-race children. So there was a place where we could go where we were wanted. You know, word got around the entire country that there was a school for us, and, and, and uh, children came in every shape and size. You know, some were 11, some were 15, some were 25, some were 3, some were 4. I was brought there when I was three days old. So oh. my whole life, I, I remember, like I start my book one, and say the first chapter in book one is, where is my mother? I remember my whole life, especially as a child, always wondering, where is my mother? Where is my mother? How come other people have mothers and I don't have a mother? Because in this orphanage, not everybody was a true orphan. You know, because uh, mixed-race children were ostracized and bullied in all parts of the country, whether they were, their parents were married and loved each other and loved their children, their children the society in general were not kind to them, too. So they came to a place of refuge where they know they would be ex- accepted. But for those children who had parents, most of them had a mother, at least an African mother, they were treated much better than those of us who had none. So I always kept looking for my mother. And I finally decided I would never find her, find her at that point. But I used to always pray pray to baby Jesus, okay, it was a Catholic orphanage, so we did our Catholic prayers, and I like to pray in front of the nativity with baby Jesus and ask, her, ask him to find my mother. And I remember having full conversations with him, wondering why, what was taking him so long. Uh, but overall, because of, of that setting, 
I, I realized very, very early that I was alone. I was really alone in this world. And I, I felt that I had nobody, no mother, no father, no brother, no sister, no one. But at the same time, I don't know what it is. I think it was the divine in me, the divine that is in all of us. I realized I was really special, and, and I wanted myself. I really wanted myself, and I made up my mind that no matter what happened out there, I was going to love myself. So I created another person who was like me. I was fat for some reason, as miserable as I was. I was fat, so they called me Fat Mary, and I detested that name. But I decided to take that name, the detested name, and make this Fat Mary my friend. She became my counselor and my consoler. And I spoke to her a lot. And, you know, when I was talking to Fat Mary, who was me, there was just something about me that I, I really appreciated. And it didn't matter what happened out there. I knew I was okay, and I learned from very, very early on to love myself. And if I loved myself, I could love others, and I could face the world, and I took everything a day at a time. That is such a beautiful and empowering story, and it really puts meaning to the, you know, words that we often hear. It's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to it. Even as a young child, you understood the power that you had within yourself to change your life. Yes, I did, because there was nowhere else to look, you know, and it, everywhere I looked, it, it was me. It was me, so it was just like a message. You are enough. You can do it. And, and that's why I, I, when any problem that came, I talked to my own Fat Mary, and we solved our problems, and Fat, you know, Fat Mary loved me unconditionally, and that's what I needed. So I gave her the power, or I gave me that power, and with that... I was really, I was fine. I suffered along with the other girls, all the physical abuse, the beatings, psychological abuse. I suffered all of it. But in the end, it was just like I was literally just looking into the future. That Mary and I always knew that we needed hope. Nobody could take my hope from me. You know, they could call me anything, but they couldn't take hope from who I was. And my hope was to be able to to survive, to continue to love me, to continue to to really appreciate what I had. I had nothing materially, but I had me, and I felt it was really huge because with me and Fat Mary loving me, I couldn't go wrong. And that really helped me and opened up in the world and showed me what I needed to be in order to become the complete me, the, the me that I imagined in my head. I knew I needed education. And another thing that, that uh, loving myself showed me was that I, I needed some help here and there as far as keeping my love for myself. So I developed, for, I don't know from where, a real love of dance. I would hear the African villagers dance every evening, and my, I, my feet would just be dancing in my bed, and I, I just had to get out. So I would sneak out and go down to the villages and try to dance with the Africans and, and came up, 
you know, and I felt so good. And at a very early age, I realized I was not dancing like the villagers. I was just dancing. I realized there was no right way to dance. There was no wrong way to dance. There was only dance as long as the dance came from within you. And it was an expression of who you are and how you felt. If you were sad, you danced kind of in a sad way. You were not jumping all over the place. If you were excited, oh, you could touch the ceiling. You could just swing from trees. It was an expression. It was something I had to give out, you know, to the world, to tell them, even though I don't have this, I don't have that, I have me, and I appreciate me, and I have this gift of expression of my body helps me express my mind and my feeling. So I developed dance very early, and it has stayed with me and become a part of me of my whole life until today. As, as sad as we all are for this uh, coronavirus pandemic, I find myself every single day, the first thing my whole body wants to do is to dance. It's a, a dance of gratitude, a dance of praise, a dance of self-appreciation. The dance of knowing that I am enough the way I am. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. And and I and I hope that people are really listening and taking in what you're saying because it it is no matter what is going on around us, we have choices. We can't um, make it better by, you know, through control, through making some, you know, wonderful decision and, and wave a magic wand. But as we change within ourselves, then everything changes. We help to create a better world by creating joy and life within ourselves. Absolutely. It is so powerful that you knew this even as a young child and that there was something in you that kept pushing. Um, and and, and I, I love all of the things that you are saying. And, and really your conversations were fat, with Fat Mary were saying essentially to accept ourselves no matter what flaws we think we have, that we are human beings and we are all worthy of love and of self-respect and self-love and lo- universal love that um, God or or the universe or goddess um Buddha, whatever words we want to use, that we are loved by something greater than us as well. I absolutely, you know, I agree with that because I've looked back and I've wondered, you know, how I developed that or because it was my savior. It's just the only reason I figured I, I really, really did survive. But then, you know, in my quiet times when I imagined myself, you know, hopping down in the valley to go to dance or just singing with Fat Mary and all. All those times, and even when I was praying, all those times there was something. I, I Until today, I don't quite know what it was, but I always felt that there was someone, someone holding my hand and telling me it's going to be okay. After a while, I think I discovered that that someone was the divine in me, that, that 
Some, the, the divine that made me who I am and not a tree or a chair. I, I, I really connected on that level. Light. And uh, I, that always helped me. I felt there was a power. It could be just me. It could just be the divine that is in me, that is in all human beings. It could be the spirit of my ancestors, being African. You know, we truly believe in our oneness, in our connectedness on earth and in the afterlife, too. I just felt a power was guiding me, and all I had to do is to accept it, to love myself, to know I am worth it and I can do it, and I, I never wanted to give that power away. I knew that people on the outside, the big girls, the nuns who were beating me, I, I knew they didn't know I had that power, and, but I would never, ever give it away because I always felt I would be okay as long as I believed in that and that I really, deep down, when all is said and done, was in, char- in charge of my own happiness, in how I perceived things, things were said to me, they hurt, but I had practice in looking at them and saying, to, okay, that's how they feel. My, the story about me, I'm alone in this world, so I will never be hard on myself. Everyone else is hard on me, but I will love myself. And I hope everyone is really taking in every word that you said because each of us is capable of making that choice. This is a good point for us to go to break and we'll come back and talk more um, with Nambu. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down, do you believe that you can truly overcome the pain in your life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Maria Nambu, who's here to talk more about developing strength and resilience through adversity. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down that you do believe you can truly overcome the pain in your life. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Cherian can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Maria Nambu talking about developing strength and resilience through adversity. Um, Nambu, we were talking during the break about the um, wonderful dance program that you've developed and how empowering and beautiful it is. Would you share a little bit about that with us? I, I just think the ability to express ourselves and to release the pain and and also the joy um, in our lives. I dance Argentine tango, which is very different from the kind of dance that you do, but it also allows for the full range of human emotion to be expressed from sadness to love, passion, romance, joy, all of it. Um, so talk to us a little bit about your um, special and, and unique dance program. All right. Um, I created Aerobics with Soul, which comes much, much later. But I, I think I created it when I was a child, you know, when uh, we were locked up in our rooms. And I, my whole body was moving in my bed. It just wanted to dance. It just wanted to move. So, again, just as I knew that uh, I was important, that I loved myself, I had to love myself, I also knew I had so much energy that I needed to let it out in some kind of form that, that I needed that in order to survive. So I developed my dancing and I went to dance in the villages. I, I, I danced whenever I could. We were forbidden to dance. So uh, to dance the African way or the pagan way at that time it was called. So I used to sneak in the toilets and dance on my own. 
And, but that really helped me, and it, it freed me. I just felt there was just such a big power that came from self-expression, because you cannot keep it all inside. Sometimes you just have to let it out. You have to dance your, your, your faith. You have to dance your love, your disappointment, your anger. You, 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 you dance it, and that, that is very, very healing. When I came to America, so many beautiful Americans did many things for me. They helped me from providing me clothing to wear and helping me in every way and helping Kathy, the woman who adopted me, to bring me over here. They were so wonderful, and I always felt... I wish I could do something. I wish I, I, you know, I always said thank you and all, but I wanted to give back. So I thought I would take what I believed was always healing and beautiful about African culture and about me, and I developed it into a fitness program. I got certified by the American Council of Exercise, and I started a fitness program based on African dance. So I taught all over, and uh it was, it was one of the best things I've ever really done for myself because I got so much joy and satisfaction in seeing Americans just expressing themselves any way they want, but it's the free dance. I just was a facilitator, but I just absolutely absorbed all that was coming from them, all the expressions, all the freedom, all the movement that they freely expressed at that moment. And the smiles on their faces really made me feel like hopefully they're going to continue to do this, they're going to continue to dance, and I hope they will know this in a small way is my gratitude telling them no matter how bad things are, you can dance at a funeral ritual. You know, you can, you can dance when there's no rain. We don't dance only when we are happy. You know, dancing is a part of life, of all the emotions in life. It's there to help us process it, to get it out of, uh, out of us and look at it and celebrate it and go back to it and let us heal us. It, to me, dancing has healed me more than any other thing that I've ever done was just to dance and to put things into perspective. I love that. Um, I have had the same um, feeling about dance, and so I feel this affinity with everything that you're saying. Um, I wanted to, you You also mentioned as a child that you were um, wanting, always looking for your mother and praying that um, you get to meet your mother, and, and that happened. She actually came to you. Tell us a, a little about that and how that felt. Yes. Um, when yeah, my, I, I, Like I said, I was adopted by an American teacher who was only 23, and I was 19 years old. She brought me to America, and after I was finished with college and all, I was married. I had my two children. When I was 36, a woman appeared who said she was my birth mother, and she turned out to be my birth mother. When we went to meet her at the airport, I was just shocked because I was looking for a black mother. She was white. I could not. It was a real shock. But then as the story goes, there are lots of instances in my books or in my past, in my life at the orphanage, where I remembered seeing her at some point, but I didn't know about her existence. So she came to, you know, to, to look for me, and she found me. We had a, a relationship that was very, very strained because I felt that she had strings attached to her coming. You know, I felt it was only on her terms. 
she wanted to see me. I think she was curious. I was very grateful to finally know who my mother was. But but she was very different uh, temperamentally. She was very different the way that I was. There was a time that she regretted. She told me that I was a whole half white and a whole half black. She couldn't understand why I was so black in my culture, in my being, in my attitude, in my life. Why, why didn't I express more my half, my white half? And I said to her, from where would I learn to do that? I was brought up in Africa by Africans. Maybe the German nuns were, you know, they, they run the concert, but everybody I played with, my culture, my dances, everything was African. So I'm as African as I could be. There's no way I could even pretend. At that time, the white people were looking down on us. I mean, we were afraid of them. And I, I was always an African, so I, I was very surprised at that. So we didn't have a very good relationship, but I always knew my place. I respected her. I was very grateful that she came to look me up, so at least I would know who she was. And my grand, I had a story I could tell my grandchildren. My daughter was... Both of my kids were born already, so whether they remember much or not, they met her. So for that, I was very, very grateful. But the, what I was grateful for the most is she introduced me to a half-brother who was pure white. And this half-brother, whose name was Larry, he was just as wonderful as my mother wasn't. And... um we got along, and he helped me, and we went back to Africa. I mean, like, we hadn't been there, like, 40-some years later. We went, like, the blind leading the blind to look for my, my birth father. We didn't have a name. We didn't have anything, but miracles, miracles do happen. So in book three, I talk about the journey going to find my birth father and that whole history that goes with uh, that goes with that and how he ended up being my father. It really is quite a story. I've been told that it would make many soap operas <laughs> sound like folk tales, but I discovered <laughs> everything. And now I'm, I, I, people say to me, you know, how did you do this? I really don't know how I did it. I think what, what really helped me is when, when I was very small, learning from a very young age to love myself, and to understand that I was alone in this world, and no matter what I did, depended on me. My happiness depended on me. It didn't depend on, on what you know other people were telling me. It didn't depend if I continued to love myself, I could grow, I could dance, and, and I could move on. And as I was growing up, looking back at my childhood and seeing all the things that happened, I made up my mind. I would never, ever let my childhood define who I am today. I have evolved in many ways. I have kept all the, all the lessons, all the values, everything that made me who I am. I have learned so much from my past, but I will never let my past tell me who I am today, how I'm supposed to act. I cannot blame my past. I cannot blame anybody because if I love myself and I live in the present, I'm always present. My pa I, I, I should be a basket case, according to some of the books I've learned. People blame their childhood but, for but, so many but things. You, but you're not. And that's the 
uplifting message we need to uh, we need to end this portion of the show so I want to end on that uplifting message that you did not let your past define you and you created an amazing life thank you so very much um, for sharing so thank much you. with us you're welcome and I encourage everyone to purchase the trilogy Dancing Soul Trilogy and also to go to MariaNambu.com to learn more, to learn more. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to DrPaulaJoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, Past Life Regression Video Conference Workshop, read my latest blog by Kak Young, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, Um, and also that now I'm available to do video conferences of any of my speeches or workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, or the creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature. Work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Cherian, who's the Archangel for Overcoming Obstacles and Achieving Success. He's also the Archangel who oversees this entire year. Ask for his help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to overcome whatever obstacles you're facing. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Cherian, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me overcome my fear of getting the coronavirus. You can even be more specific and say something like, I give you permission in a positive way to help me overcome my fear of even walking out my door. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Lori Spagnell will be discussing How Psychic Are You? April 23rd when Mary McNeary will talk about Earth Speaks Up. And April 30th when Frank Joseph will return to share his um information on verifiable military encounters with extraterrestrials. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is love. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, nourishment of the spirit please join dr paula joyce and her guest experts next thursday at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel until then have a positive week